call to actions and today is Monday, November 21st, 2022, and we have the pleasure and blessing to be with Dr. Carrie Made today. So Dr. Carrie, if you wouldn't mind, just give us a little background um, kind of um, in your practice and then we'll just jump straight into the agenda of what we're going to talk about today. Sure. Um, I'm an internal medicine physician. I'm an osteopath. It's a little different than the regular MD. Graduated in 2001 from Kansas City. I ended up um, owning a part owner of one clinic, owned my own clinic, medical director of both, and taught medical students for eight years. And currently, um, I'm not in, in uh, private practice anymore. I just uh, keep my time focused on educating people now about these um, injections, as well as um, nanotechnology, transhumanism, human rights, um, and also do research under the microscope, looking at the contents of these files. Mm -hmm. Yes, and we're going to touch base on that once you get some more information um, and you have time to actually look at them. <laughs> yeah, and I have, if you want, I can still pull up, um, if you share the screen, I can pull up some of the images that I've had before. I don't know if you've seen all of them. I guess sometime, I never showed them all at once. Yeah, I've seen a couple of them. I was, I was blown away when I first seen them. The, uh, the one, sorry to interrupt, just the sorry. one you might really want to see are your viewers. And that was the one that was, um, it had a blue uh, round delivery disc. And then I, I think it's more of a nanobot kind of circling the edge of it. Mm -hmm. uh, not an organism, like a biosyn organism, but that one is pretty obvious that there's no way I could have contaminated the slides with that one. There's absolutely no way. And it shows you they're not air bubbles. They're, they're really delivery discs. Right. How did you, how did you first learn about nanotech and uh, like really get involved and your eyes really started to open uh, that there was a, a bigger agenda afoot? Was that back in college or? A little after as far as nanotechnology i was introduced um probably by accident in medical school in 1998 um uh, in kansas city we had a microbiology professor dr b i'll call her and um she actually worked with the military at some point or maybe currently i'm not sure her status anyhow she taught us about the most evolved organism now I know, looking back, that evolved is a code word for um, a gain of function, okay? Mm -hmm. So she was talking about mycoplasma pneumoniae, which is known to cause walking pneumonia, but, uh, pneumonia, but also autoimmune diseases, cancers, um, all kinds of different, Gulf War syndrome, etc. cetera. Um, so she was saying that this was her pet project in the military, and when she was describing this most evolved organism, she was saying, well, it's really pieces of an organ organism. It's not a whole organism itself. So that mean, means it's very uh, weak. It's not as fragile. It's not hardy. So what makes it pathogenic is the neurotoxin that piggybacks on it. And then she decided to show us her electron microscopy images of her own, her own pictures. Mm -hmm. So when she showed the pictures in the class, that's one of the rare times I raised my hand and I said, I'm sorry, are you showing us um, a cartoon of the neurotoxin? She said, no. I said, you must have misunderstood me. Is that a drawing of the neurotoxin? She said, no. And at that time, the whole class was in an uproar because what we were looking at was a very geometric looking uh, robotic like structure that there's no way it was organic. 
And it blew our minds because we didn't have cell phones. It was smaller than the size of a red blood cell. Wow. And she said it was alive, but not alive. It could reproduce itself. I mean, really now we know these are nanotechnology and that's, what we, that's the description of that. But at the time we didn't know. She got very angry when we realized what it was and, or at least we knew that something was wrong mm-hmm. and said to us, you will all forget everything. You will never remember this. Um, if you speak about it again, you will never work again in the industry. Um and so that was my first introduction. Um, just a little side note, when I was uh, seeing an outbreak of mycoplasma pneumonia in my, uh, in my office setting, um, now this went up until like 2014-ish area, era, um, she, um, I was teaching medical students at the time. Dr. B actually tran she um, was uh, um, she transferred to the medical school in Georgia where I was teaching. Mm. She took over the clinical rotations and she told the students to tell me that she was in town and that I would remember her. She definitely remembered me and that she was unteaching them what I taught them about mycoplasma and that I am um, she worked for the CDC as well. Mm. Um, so. When I looked into more about the mycoplasma pneumonia, um, I realized that decades of research was missing offline. Uh, You can look at it for yourself. You'll see if you try to look at electron microscopy images, they're very rare, and try to look up the neurotoxin, almost is never mentioned now online. Um, And I also realized it's the most widely used bioweapon in the world. The United States uses it very much. Um, And I learned a lot of different things about it, but that was my introduction. I call that one of the divine appointments that um, God gave me to give me knowledge about what's going on. Wow. Yeah, we've been following in this transhumanism agenda for quite some time. And um, what we're trying to do here is just basically connect dots on missing pieces because um, when do you think that the earliest stages, I, I remember um, you mentioned something about the Codex Elementarius was started in 1963. Um, you wanna, is that kind of where it all really got ugly? <laughs> so I still look at everything from World War II and the Nazis because when you, so when I was, you know, kind of got thrown in the middle of this chaos, this, this web of mess when I was in my clinic because I'm just trying to help people. And all of a sudden I saw these outbreaks um, I'm really, I'm really good at pattern recognition. So, I was, and I always wanted to prove what I felt was wrong with the patient with blood work. I was very thorough. I'm very thorough, and so I had blood work to prove what was going on. So, uh, a pattern was being noticed, and um, if you looked at the pattern, you'd see almost on one day it started, one day it stopped, one day it started, one day it stopped. Nature doesn't do that, right? So, these things that were just coming out, like mycoplasma and all that. Um, I realized that they were intentional. They weren't just by accident, right? So anyway, this opened my eyes and my heart to say, oh, dear God, I mean, could our government really be doing things that aren't for our best interest? Right. And so this got me down the rabbit hole of looking, and I, I, I dig and dig and dig, and I was looking back to see this technology really comes from, in my opinion, back World War II with the Nazis. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, they they didn't come up with all this on their own. You know, a lot of knowledge was given to them. And we can we can guess where that came from. But by some of their own admission, 
they are cultist, you know, real society, tool society. Um, mm-hmm. But something to know about World War II, I think a lot of people know by now that um, uh, with, was it, I forgot his first name, but Schmidt was the president of IG Farben, okay, from the Nazi World War II. And so when World War II supposedly ended, he got a little bit of jail time, not much, because they were the ones supplying all the the gas to gas the people in the gas chambers and the steel and, and all that, right? And so while he was in jail, he only spent a small amount of time. He thought of a better way to do eugenics and depopulate, mm. and it was through the food supply, pharmaceutical mm. food. And so he was the key person after he got out of jail to bring into the just froze. No. There's something that's going on right now. It's a one world everything, you know, genetically modify everything, control medicine, uh, control food, control health. And actually they reclassified vitamins and minerals as poisons and toxins. So technically, according to the, according to the Codex Alimentarius, a vitamin or mineral is more, is more dangerous than a pharmaceutical drug. So anyway, it's, it's a terrible one world. It's, it's a Nazi regime order that somehow the country's bought up so you know we signed on decades ago the united states and just about every country has it's really a nazi regime uh, mentality it's a it's not nazi regime um you know government dictatorship right so this is this what we're going through is part of that that's that's the master blueprint and where did it come from the nazi ideology the nazis themselves Mm -hmm. and so something that people need to realize is that um, I was told by many German people, and this has been verified by people in Germany, that World War II did not end like we thought it did. You know, the bad guys never really paid, right? Only the small people paid the price. So also Germany is still a declared war country from World War II and never undeclared itself from World War II. This is a really important fact, guys. Because that means everything that was supposedly ratified, like the Nuremberg Treaty and Code, mm-hmm. doesn't really exist. It's only on paper. Wow. That's why it doesn't. It's not enforceable. Mm. As the country never, you know, it never closed. That's a very important string that has not been tied. Right. So to me, looking at everything, we are still dealing with the Nazi regime of World War II. Of course, that hits me really close at home. You know, I had um, the last name I have, the family name is um, a name that many people were exterminated because of their last name in Poland. And my great aunt and uncle actually survived the concentration camps. When I was a little girl, they um, they're hiding. Um, they're, they're passed away now. They're hiding in the middle of Detroit in a special little Polish town called Hamtramck, which isn't really Polish now, but it was then. And they showed, they kid their numbers until they had to show them. Uh, and they said, we wanted to let you know because we feel they felt that the bad guys that did this were still out there, that they, they weren't taken care of. And that in our lifetime, my little sisters were much littler. They couldn't remember this, that we needed to be aware of it. So that never left me as well. Again, another divine appointment by God. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the double-edged sword of technology. Um, you know, the more we advance, the more I just start to shake my head because it, it seems as if the bad guys usually do get, get their slimy hands onto the technology. You know, there is definitely a good 
a good potential uh, with medicine advancements in medicine and technology, et cetera. But uh, yeah, as soon as uh, I believe it was 2017, uh, there was a a ban on the funding for enhanced enhanced potential pandemic pathogens or E triple P's was lifted. And um, that's really, really when my eyes started to wake up in the realm of, of, uh, you know, pathogens and viruses uh, potentially becoming an issue. And of course, you know, and, and of course, you know, um, you know, dual use research of concern. And now uh, people, people are kind of acclimated to the phrase gain of function, uh, which can, can you just let us know pretty much what gain of function is and like what people could could search for if they want to find out more about this stuff? Well, gain of function is just taking a normal bacteria or yeast or parasite, let's say, that normally occurs in the world mm-hmm. or inside of us, and you manipulate it. You try to make it more dangerous, more pathogenic, something that can hurt a person. Mm. Why would they want to do that? Well, the excuse that our country gives, at least, is that, well, the other countries were doing it, so we need to do it, too, and we need to do it better, meaning we need to make the most dangerous ones. And so the other countries says, no, we're going to make the most dangerous ones. I mean, this is, it's insanity. And, of course, this is a terrible way to operate in the world. Um, And, of course, they were supposed to have limitations on what people do. But, you know, really sneaky way around that is, you know, you can just... A lot of people do this. They'll relocate a company, even from the United States to, let's say, the middle of China. Right. They might in a Chinese name. And so then they continue the work mm. under look under the guise of it's it's from China when it's not. We need to stop like blaming one country or the other. Right. Because really this is a tangled web that we're dealing with. And if again I go back to the Nazis, if you look at the Nazis, it really wasn't just Germany, guys. It was a bunch of different mega bankers and people who thought they were better than others around the world that uh, um, made up the Nazi regime, right? So it wasn't just Germany and we can't just say China or we shouldn't be like that. They want us to be against each other that way, but that's not really what we're dealing with, are we? Mm. I would say global depopulation program. And uh, uh I want you to be the first to uh, to receive this information whenever we get it. Um, I, I currently have a Freedom of Information Act request out uh, to the uh, National Institute of Health and a couple other like sub agencies uh, for all records, including in notes, memos, um, even photographs, all information available pertaining to uh, enhanced potential pandemic pathogens and dual use research of concern and uh, a FOIA contact agent. I'm not going to say his name over the, the thing here, but uh, but he let me know that they're currently processing 7,000 records and that um, I'll be happy if half of those get released. But um, I want to make sure that you have that information whenever we get it. Uh, so, you know, there are a few key words that people need to need to start learning. I'd say definitely need to start looking into nanotechnology, how old that is, gain of function, uh, dual use research of concern. And um, it, even in, in the realm of nano, I, I was just checking the uh, National Institute of Health's document databases for information and even nanotech journals. 
There's been a lot of research involving the Hydra vulgaris. Yeah. Um, and how it stands up. It stands, stands up pretty solid against nanotech like graphene. It's kind of strange to me. I don't understand it really, but now I see why potentially they put or included Hydra in the, the vials. And that was in every, every vial that you sampled, right? From every company or what was that? No, not every vial. It appeared to me that the different batches contained different things. They weren't all the same. Mm -hmm. um, I'd say that they changed over time. I, I truly think, again, it's another grand experiment. They're seeing what works, what doesn't. This is very sloppy science. They don't really know what they're doing. To me, mm. when they try to explain what they're doing, they do a terrible job. It's almost as if they don't understand their own technology, like somebody gave them the technology. That's what I think. Ah, wow. Looking at this, looking at this from a bird's eye view, and I'm not the only one who says this, La Cuenta Columna and many other people that have examined the slides and have come forward, because many people have examined them but will not come forward out of fear, because this is not this is dangerous work, you guys, unfortunately. Anyhow, when we all look at it, we all say the same thing. This is not human technology. This is quantum leap of our knowledge base. And we feel that this not this technology was given to certain humans. Mm -hmm. um, whether or not they discovered it or, you know, alien slash fallen angel technology. Oh, yep. You know, which again, this goes back to the Nazis where they claim they got a lot of their knowledge from when they did these conjuring seances with the Vril mm -hmm. Natal Society. And you guys, I know it sounds like conspiracy, but it's not. If you do your due diligence, you'll find it. Yeah. It's on public record that that's what they did. Um, so to me, it's like an, a toddler with an atomic bomb in its hands. It was given this really dangerous technology with absolutely no knowledge or wisdom of how it worked or what to do with it, right? Yeah. And I, I feel that's what we're dealing with. So I think they're experimenting on many different things. The Hydra vulgaris was not in my consciousness that I would even see anything like this. So I was shocked when it was more than once that I saw it was either that or in the family. There's the metastella and, and polypodium, right? Huh. And then when I decided, well, what's the what's I looked at just the name of the organism and then just with the keyword, just put transhumanism. That's it. And you mm -hmm. see that like you did. Wow, the whole research and references you get on that mm -hmm. was was shocking to me. I never thought they would be using this stuff. I, I, I just I didn't know. But they do mention why they like it, the transhumanist groups. Um, a lot of research in the United States. Uh, they say that it is almost an immortal organism in the lab, at least. So you could chop it up and it actually takes all its parts and joins back together again. It says if you chop off one of the tentacles, it'll regrow two more. Um, it's almost innumerable times it'll come back together. So there's a gene in the Hydra vulgaris called FOXO. And they were hoping that what if we could get this gene to translocate onto the human genome? Maybe this is right. how we can become immortal. This is one of their ideas. I'm not wow. saying it would work. I'm just saying what the research is talking about. They also been using these parasites, uh, water parasites inside of fish. I saw many research articles on that. Once they were inside the fish, now these obviously have been manipulated. These aren't like just the organisms you find out in the wild, just letting people know. So in, a, in essence, they're probably biologic and synthetic because these can actually interact with Wi-Fi impulses. 
messages in, messages out. Anyhow, they put many inside of a fish. And then almost like uh, I, I compare it to like having a little uh, motorboat on the water, like a kid would have with a remote control. Mm-hmm. They would do is they would say um, to the Wi-Fi of these parasites inside the fish, turn right. Well, the parasites are able to activate actin, which makes the muscle contract. Mm-hmm. And they can do that and make the fish literally turn to the right, even though the fish is not wanting to turn to the right. Mm-hmm. So that's the animal studies they're doing. I don't know what the potential is in a human. I'm just saying the research that you can find online about it. So mind control type thing. Is it mind controlling the fish or is the fish doesn't have a choice? It's just making it do. They're saying, I'm just saying what the research says is that it's like a parallel nervous system. The fish has its own nervous system. And with these parasites, it's a parallel nervous system that can override the fish's nervous system. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, it's crazy. yeah a lot of this. It would happen in a human. I just tell people that we cannot stay in fear. We just have a bunch of people messing and manipulating with things that they don't really understand. And that I believe we are much stronger than that. And God has made us wonderfully and fearfully. We are spiritual and, and soul, mental, as well as our physical being. So remember that. Mm-hmm. And we definitely want to focus on... Um, you know, I know you're short on time is diving into some solutions so people don't just think, oh, my gosh, what do I do? <laughs> don't be in fear. Um, I know that there's like some detox baths that you mentioned, um, quite a few solutions that I did the detox bath last week. So it's um, pretty intense. <laughs> well, it's this is what I tell people. I said I, I say this. I say this to myself, too. <laughs> it's um if you look throughout history and you really know the real history of us, we have been oppressed and suppressed genocides and enslavement since the beginning of our written time. We've never had an easy time in, in humanity's history. So this is nothing new under the sun. Remember that. But mm-hmm. I, re- I believe this with my whole being that this time is different. I, I really believe that the scriptures are the truth <laughs> so much. Right. And my faith is so strong in that this time we are seeing, that's why the apocalypse literally means in Greek to lift the veil. We are seeing what we haven't seen before. We're seeing the evil around us. We're seeing how Satan has run this world. But you have to see how ugly it is so that you want to leave your prison cage because we have free will. What do you want to do? And in the scripture, and remember in the beginning, Adam and Eve had a choice, you know, and and they, they kind of messed up, right? They, they chose um, the wrong way. And they gave up dominion over this planet, this world. They gave up authority. But we can reclaim authority, reclaim the dominion. And that's what I choose to do. Mm-hmm. I choose not to be a slave anymore. I choose not to feed into that system. And I think that's the whole point of us is to spiritually mature into true daughters and sons of God, not just babies and infants. Mm-hmm. spiritually mature and take back authority and dominion over our bodies, our families, our land, this world again, which we were supposed to a long time ago and know that there is all the, the answers are in the scripture. There's power in the word, there's power in the name and words are truly powerful here. I mean, we have the power. So I had great uh, public school teachers when I was a little kid, it was a blue collar area, but 
They're great teachers. So one of the, the um, lessons was to take seedlings, three different groups of seedlings. They all have the same water and light, et cetera. One group, we were like second graders. We were told with all of our intention is to say the most horrific things to these seedlings. You're ugly. You're never going to make it. You're stupid. That kind of thing, right? And we had to do it with, with all our being. The middle, we ignored. The other, we said the most lovely things that you're, you're stupendous, you're fantastic, you're intelligent, we love you, da-da-da. So we all did this every day. And after 30 days, I remember my teacher, Miss Binder, behind us, and she said, I never thought this was going to work because <laughs> the results were amazing. Yeah. The seedlings we said ugly things to were brown and wilted. The middle was okay, but the one on the right, whew, they were flourishing. Awesome. It was unbelievable. But right. this is the power we have with our words and intention, right? Mm-hmm. But a child is, is, it's easier for a child to really have that. We lose it as adults. You can say something you don't really mean it. You got to really believe it. And this is what the scripture is saying as well. And then Dr. Masuru Emoto, um, mm-hmm. his water crystals, if no one has seen that, you must see this. It's been reproducible. Mm-hmm. So water is life and water um, gives us so much knowledge. Um, it, it has memory itself. It freezes when it's not supposed to, boils when, it not, when it's not supposed to. And we are mostly water as well as all life. So anyhow, he found out that like every snowflake is different, water crystals are different. And this is strange because everything else on this planet has the same crystalline structure over and over, but not water, it changes. So that means our crystalline structure can change. How our body is, how it functions, how it's healing, how it's sick, all we actually can control it because what he found out is, again, with the power of word and intention. Again, so they would have a glass of water, could be polluted or whatever. He'd look at the crystalline structure, it was distorted. And then he would have people pray and say a certain word. It could be, or a phrase, it could be, I love you or I hate you with all the intention. And so every time when, would, when people would say these certain words and these phrases, you'd see the crystalline structure change. Mm-hmm. We can't make this up. This cannot be just create. This shows you that we have the potential with belief in the power of our word and intention to change the crystalline structure of the water inside. That means, that means you could do it to yourself. That's a placebo effect, right? Miraculous healings. That means that's why prayer works. Mm-hmm. You know, when you do it with your whole being and it shows you the, the, the words that God told us, we are, that is the highest commandment. That is the most important commandment is to love. Mm-hmm. And not just say you love somebody, love, you mean it. No, <laughs> it's like that true love, love, that unconditional love, but that love that, you know, that people write books about. That's what we're supposed to do. So all that we're going through right now is purposeful. It is to make us rise to the occasion and become truly worthy of having this holy vessel inhabit the Holy Spirit, which is God. We are God when we connect with God. So what do we have to fear? All that technology is nothing, nothing. And so it is really, really that easy. But I know it's hard for people because we've been conditioned and we have been groomed into this world of fear. And it's about when you're finally sick and tired of it, like you've gotten and I've gotten and said, no more. And I don't care. You can't woo me with money and you can't threaten me enough. I'll still speak the truth like I'm doing now. And then if another person joins us or another person, I mean, that synergy, that energy is so huge. 
miracles are real. We can lay on of hands and heal. Absolutely everything the Bible said is real. And we don't necessarily need new technology. Now, that being said, it's good to be able to do some things to detox yourself and to help, right? And so remember, all this new technology is based on frequency because there's organic things you're using, but again, I told you that's fragile. Whenever you manipulate something from um, from Earth, from from our our nature, you're never going to do it as good as God. Never. So it's going to mm -hmm. be you know, Frankenstein, really fragile little things. Just remember mm -hmm. that. No bioweapon should you ever fear it that way. It's our thought that can make it dangerous. I truly believe that. So anyway, you have that fragile organism, but what makes it toxic? Remember what my bio, um, my microbiology professor said. It's the neurotoxin that's piggybacked on it. So pretty, pretty much they're poisoning us, all right? Yeah. But we can detox. So these detox baths, like you said, are amazing. They can even pull out radiation from the person's body. They're my go-to when I get sick of anything. And there's many different kinds. Um, I have a free downloadable resource on my webpage. You know, you just go on there and download it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, make sure that you detox from heavy metals because we're always getting heavy metals. Make sure you clean your own water. Clean your own water. Um, that means like a Berkey filter with an extra arsenic chloride filter. Clean your own water. Make sure you don't have any dental issues because that's the one thing that makes people very sick. Avoid all the shots, of course. Um, these are the simple things to do. Oh, also, sorry, EMF. So all these frequencies coming in, like this yep. is not a watch. This is uh, from EMFSOL.com. So this actually helps. It doesn't block the frequencies. It helps to transmute them so it doesn't heart. I'm sorry, harm the human tissue. And there's studies to prove it. And this one really helped me greatly. It's huge. It's changed my life. Um, so yeah, in this interim, while we're, we're still remembering who and what we are, I think when we get strong enough, we won't need any of these things or detox. I, I truly believe that. I believe we are the generation to see great miracles happen. I believe we are the generation to stop all the traumas happening. And that's the beautiful thing. And I believe that God picked all of us for this very moment in time. So we just have to remember that and remember to look at it through that lens and to know that we got in a situation because we left God collectively. God did not leave us. And so if that's the reason, we need to bring God back into everything, right? Wow. And uh, take responsibility for what's going on, not just hide away and, and wait for some magic person to be elected or something like that. And just know this, that all of the things that have happened to us, many more people should have been dead already. That means, look, they're trying their best to kill us off. And yet, here we still stand. And right. there's a testimony to us. <laughs> kind of like the, um, kind of like, you know, like, I have to compare it like this, but don't, don't take it like, like to heart, but you know, like antibiotic resistance bacteria, the more that they're exposed to antibiotics, they, they become the resistant, um, form of, uh, bacteria, <laughs> antibiotic <laughs> resistant bacteria. So we are the resistance, uh, just, uh, human beings. Yeah. A great analogy. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, um, um, the, yeah. What, what were we going to say, Kimberly? Um, I'm just, I'm excited about everything we shared today. I know you do have to, you have th some things backed up after this, um, and then we're going to catch up again when you um, take a look in those vials and see what else is going on. But until then, everyone, um, use the power of love to change the world yourself and everyone around you. It works.
It does work. And if you need to be reminded, look at Dr. Masuru Emoto's work. Um, you know, many different experiments with these seedlings that'll show you what we can do. And miracles happen all the time. They're just suppressed in medical literature. They will hide it all the time. But miracles absolutely do happen all the time. Prayers absolutely work. Um, and we need to be together because that is very, very, very powerful. Um, and also Heart Math Institute, I always tell people look them up because the heart is the strongest organ of the body. It has an incredibly strong electromagnetic um, force because we are still electrical beings. That's why we get EKGs. So when when a person, and this is love, love is the high, highest frequency. So, and God is love. So this does not go against scripture. When they measure it, an average human being, it goes out six feet. But they know that different people are, are different with their the strength of, I guess, their love. And mm -hmm. so the people that are really in with, uh, they're really into uh, prayer and they're really connected and they, they might even be faith healers. They, they've studied them and they realize that their energy goes out way further than the six feet. Mm -hmm. And when they try to use their, their, um, their, uh, their ways to measure this frequency of the energy from them, it goes beyond their ability to measure. And so they extrapolate that these people are probably going out possibly even miles, their energy. Now imagine yeah. getting a dozen of those people together. The synergy of that is unbelievable and, and not unbelievable. It is believable mm -hmm. and it's fantastic. And that actually negates all of this technology. It, it just, there's no way it can compete because you can't compete with God. That's, that's, oh. that's what God is. God is love. So don't ever forget that and, and, you know, keep out of fear. Keep focused on, on what we can do. And you meet once a week um, on a prayer um, group, right? At, on your website? Yeah, it's a meeting. We we do do a prayer uh, be, in the beginning and the end, but in the middle, we do different topics. So, um, like, I'll have Kent Lewis on, which he's amazing about going over the digital dollar, dollar um, or just different topics like that. I'm going to go over my Red Pill Expo presentation this tomorrow, this upcoming Tuesday. Um or, or different healing modalities that are available to us now you can access um, different ways that you what you can do at home I mean all different kinds of topics but of course we feel like we're, we're close because we meet every Tuesday and as a Q&A you can ask live Q&A to the speaker or myself and um, like I said we always include God with everything and your website awesome. is Carrie C-A-R-R-I-E made m-a-d-e-j.com so that anyone listening can go and see the videos and find all this amazing stuff you have on your website <laughs> yeah. yep. yep absolutely so yeah, we look forward to collaborating more in the future and once those records come through we'll send those over to you and um, there's a lot more we could talk about because the agenda is massive we, we just just touched on it um, but we're really looking forward to our next conversation, uh, especially when you get a chance to uh, check out those the new round of COVID injection vials. Yeah, the new. We'll, we'll see what's, what's inside of those and go from there. All right. All right. Thank you so much. God bless you God for bless, everything sister. you're doing. And let's keep it going. <laughs> yeah, it's been a pleasure talking with you guys. Thank you. And God bless. God bless.